Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor, fightfulwrestling.com. Throughout the weekend, over at fightfulwrestling.com and our YouTube, I did daily wrap ups from Thursday. Friday, and Saturday of WrestleMania weekend. And I did that because there was so much stuff out there, from Bloodsport to all the WrestleCon shows, the Game Changer shows, Joey Janela, uh, Joey Ryan. Uh, and we did a lot to promote those. We interviewed someone from what I believe was every show WrestleMania weekend, including WWE and Ring of Honor. And I wanted to give them fair coverage too. Now, I couldn't cover everything. I couldn't physically watch everything. But I specifically want to thank Jeremy Lambert, uh, Andrew Thompson, David Tees, Ryan Cook, uh, Kyler James, these people who helped me with coverage this weekend and allowed me to take in as much wrestling as I could so I could bring you this. Now, I put together the audio from all three days. That way you all didn't have to go look up three different shows. But um, check out some of this stuff, guys. There was a lot of fun stuff this weekend. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, managing editor, FightfulWrestling.com. Wanted to uh, kind of uh, talk about some of the highlights of Mania Weekend and and what's gone on in the first day, at the very least. There were a lot of really good shows, and I love that Thursday is becoming a big day for WrestleMania Weekend, too. I thought that um, WrestleCon Super Show was really, really good. Bloodsport was good. AIW was amazing. We did interviews for all those shows. DDT Pro had an event. Um, there were just so many things going on. Uh, we'll start off with WWE. WWE announced that their statue would be of Roddy Piper. The The statue that was teased, so to speak, uh, was revealed, and it, it is Piper. So that's the latest, joining the likes of Ric Flair and Andre the Giant. But not not a ton of WWE news in that regard. However, there was some uh, WWE access stuff. Punishment Martinez defeated Kona Reeves. Candice LeRae and Mia Yim defeated Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. No Way Jose beat Eric Bugenhagen. Apollo Crews over Fabian Eichner and Harper over Dominic Dijakovic. I understand that Harper (laughs) on Twitter said that he did a Michinoku driver from the outside of the, or from the apron to the table. That is just unbelievable, outstanding stuff. There were a lot of other shows, man. Uh, Dean Ambrose and William Regal were at the Bloodsport event, which kind of kicked everything off. I uh, was told Matt Riddle was not there. He actually had to film. But the Killer Cross and Davy Boy Smith Jr. match, if you want to see really what it is that Davy Boy Smith Jr. is capable of, you watch this match. This was outstanding. Uh, I could have went for the main event to have had a, a more definitive finish, but considering that Josh Barnett is fresh off signing his Bellator contract and Minoru Suzuki is Minoru Suzuki, I'm okay with that. There, th- th- This roster was just really, really good. Um, Phil Baroni knocked out Dominic Garini. Phil Baroni fits in pro wrestling, and he like shouted out, yeah, steroids. And I was like, whoa, bro, maybe don't do that. 
he's trying to get signed somewhere is what he told me. So that ain't the way to do it. But got DQ'd for continuing the assault. That is very Phil Baroni. I like that. Guys like Chris Dickinson being on this show, Jonathan Gresham being on this show, uh, also very, very good. You have uh, the aforementioned Davey Boy Smith Jr. Killer Cross match. Hideki Suzuki and Timothy Thatcher. There were some Billy Robinson-esque spots busted out there. I like that. Frank Mir calling out Brock Lesnar said that uh, he wants to take on uh, Brock Lesnar in the pro wrestling world. He faced Dan Severn. Uh, so the results were Greeny over Baroni by DQ. Dickinson defeated Andy Williams via submission. J.R. Kratos defeated the former Simon Gotch via KO. Masashi Takata defeated Jonathan Gresham via KO. Uh, Davy Boysmith Jr. defeated Killer Cross by submission. Hideki Suzuki over Timothy Thatcher by KO. Frank Mir defeated Dan Severn by submission. And Josh Barnett fought Minoru Suzuki to a draw. I think these events eventually will get more... Uh, more regular and the no ropes, no pin thing. I like it. I'm a fan of it. It allows for something completely different than you would experience at any other show. And I think that's a good move. I think it's a smart, uh, smart thing to do. Why, why not? You know, if everybody's doing one thing, you go out and you do the other and, and that's what happened. And I thought it was, was really, really smart of them to continue this even without, uh, without, Matt Riddle's so why not do it? Why not do it? Well, there were no shortage of other shows. Uh, you had Independent Wrestling Family Reunion. Uh, some of the highlights there, Action Wrestling Championship. AC Mack defeated Fred Yehi. Orange Cassidy defeated Jonathan Gresham to retain the uh, Independent Wrestling Championship. You have Kylie Ray on that show, Shotzi Blackheart. I'm not going to go through every single result. I'm going to make this more of a highlights thing, but all those results are at Fightful.com. Evolve. Well, this got headlines because Undisputed Era appeared. Now, if you if you doubt the decision for Evolve to go with WWE, well, they got Undisputed Era on their show, and they got Stokely Hathaway on their show. He kind of came out and cut a promo thanking the promotion to help him get to where he was. You saw Montez Ford defeating Shane Strickland. Angelo Dawkins is on this show. Um, I mean, they're... they're they needed this. Otherwise, it was going to be hurting. I don't know that they would have had a ton of people that had a lot of buzz on this event. So um, I, I think it, it's a smart idea to have the likes of WWE stars on these. I mean, you had Austin Theory defeating Kyle O'Reilly, but um, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish ran him off afterwards. Evolve title didn't change. Uh, WrestleCon's Super Show. Holy crap, that was a fun show. This show was so just just a joy to watch. Masato Tanaka signed me up, man. He helped he helped make me fall in love with ECW during the TNN era. He defeated Eddie Kingston. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Shane Strickland. Ray Phoenix over Penta uh, Pentagon. I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Pentagon's work. This was really good stuff. SCU against Orange Cassidy and uh, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. Man, Orange Cassidy fits in with uh, Trent and Chuck Taylor very, very well. There's a spot that you're either going to love or you're going to hate where Orange Cassidy, whose gimmick is pretty much that he's the laziest wrestler in the world, got in like this light slap fight with Christopher Daniels. I thought it was hilarious. Why not? The market is cornered on serious wrestling this weekend, so why not go the other way? If you don't like it, that's that's okay. That's your thing. One of my highlights of the show was Jushin Thunder Liger teaming with X-Pac and Hurricane. Hurricane said that he had to beg WWE to do this match. And um, it was it was really good. Fun fact, when Jimmy Van asked me about podcast personalities, two of the first three that I mentioned were Matt Riddle and Shane Helms. The third name that came to mind immediately was Sean Waltman. I wanted him on our website real bad. Uh, he's gone on to have a great podcast of his own, but it made me happy to see this and see two people that were cruiserweights in the 90s when Liger's impression started to be felt heavily uh, that they that they were able to speak on this. And, and that, that was very cool. Dragon Lee against uh, Kevin Ario, another nice one. Uh, but I'll tell you something that I really, really like that would probably go unnoticed by a lot. The Puma King, Samantha Heights, DJZ, Tajiri match. Good, good team right there. But Sammy Guevara 
and LAX. And when I say LAX, that's rounded out by Diamante. Diamante, who probably should be an impact right now anyway. It's just, she fits that team so well. And if I'm impact, I've said this a million times, I build around the women's division. I would bring in Diamante, Ivelisse, and Mercedes Martinez as a female LAX too. Because if you want something that's already over and you want three really great talents, I don't give a shit about whatever issues Ivelisse has had with her attitude in the past. If Tessa Blanchard can repair them and become a megastar in Impact, like she will, then Ivelisse can too. And I know there's some heat between Ivelisse and Tessa, but they can get over that shit. Business is business. Those three women would be amazing additions to TNA wrestling or Impact Wrestling. My apologies. And Diamante, uh, Conan said that when she came back from surgery, she had a match that wasn't so great, and a lot of it was on her opponent. But I want to see her back there. I know that LAX wants to see her back there. How do I know? Because I asked the guys. I said, hey, if you, if you could have a female presence in LAX, who would it be? And they brought up Diamante, and they brought up Mercedes Martinez. Interestingly enough, did not bring up Ivelisse, who was supposed to be in the company last year, but had all of her stuff canceled the day before. Uh, Russell Khan Super Show was a lot of fun. WXW America Show, Jordan Grace was in action. Um, Joey Janela showed up after the WXW Unified World Wrestling title match and uh, challenged Bobby Guns. That was some fun. Uh, LAX was on that show too. Uh, Impact or DDT Pro, rather. <laughs> so you had Joey Ryan and Royce Isaacs against Yano and Honda. This, of course, playing back the original dong flipper, at least the one that, that got all the attention. Uh, this show wasn't for me as much, but uh, I, I was glad that Fightful's Jason Kincaid was there. Uh, that, that's something to look out for. Again, full results over there at uh, Fightful. MLW Rise of the Renegades. Brian Pillman Jr. defeated MJF. Jacob Fatu in action beat Barrington Hughes. I get uncomfortable watching Barrington Hughes, man. The wrestlers don't look like that anymore, and I, I want the guy to be healthy. I want to. I want his. I want to see Barrington Hughes wrestle for a long time. Ricky Martinez and Low Key beat some Jabas. They had a tables match, and of course, the gif that's flying around is of the Hart Foundation doing their, um, what is it? Canadian Doomsday Destroyer. It's a it's a Canadian Destroyer off the shoulders of Davy Boy Smith Jr. Amazing. L.A. Park defeated uh, Pentagon Jr. And then uh, Mance Warner attacked L.A. Park after the match. But Tom Lawler beat Jimmy Havoc in a New York City street fight, retained the MLW title. Impact Wrestling Show. All right, so, man, holy crap, production was bad on this. Audio in and out all the time. Josh Matthews and Don Callis on different levels. I don't get it, man. The X Division, uh, Ultimate X match, it was fine. Uh, Ace Austin was a late replacement. Teddy Hart got scratched. Ace Austin had the spot of the week so far. He climbed to the top of the X Division structure and did a flip dive off of it to the outside. Amazing spot. Holy crap, it was it was outstanding. I don't know about Johnny Impact winning this. Does your world champion really need to, to win this? And then it, it just monopolizes so much, man. I guess I'll see how it plays out. Team Lucha Underground, yeah, they, they still exist, I guess. They And they beat Impact. What are you doing if you're Impact? Why on earth are you putting over an entity that probably will not exist anymore? Over Moose, Eddie Edwards, Tommy Dreamer, and uh, Cage. What the hell is going on here? Doofy. Just dumb. Taya Valkyrie retained her knockouts championship by defeating Katie Forbes, Jordan Grace, and Rosemary. Man, Ty is really growing on me, man. She's getting better and better and better. LAX defeated uh, <laughs> defeated Loki and Ricky Martinez. You know Loki ain't taking that pinfall, my man. 
Tessa Blanchard, Joey Ryan. I liked it, man. Tessa's a star. Don Callis was very counterproductive to this match, man. Don Callis, who called all in at points, was he either doesn't know Joey Ryan's shtick or pretended he didn't. Why is he doing that? Why? 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 You're not supposed you're supposed to educate the viewer. Rich Swan defeated Flamita, retained his X Division Championship. Yeah, I enjoyed the Tessa Blanchard stuff, man. Sammy Callahan defeated Jimmy Havoc. Ooh, they were swapping body fluids. Lucha Brothers defeated RVD and Sabu. I spoke to RVD yesterday, by the way. More on that coming soon. He is in it for the money, let me tell you. RVD is in it for the money. Lucha Brothers defeated RVD and Sabu. I'm glad to see RVD back in Impact Wrestling. I think that's a veteran name that they can really use and implement and, and add that that is a good idea. I like that. Smart idea. <clears throat> Interspecies Wrestling Boner Jam. Can't pretend I caught a ton of this one. <laughs> but you got Nick Gage there, Chris Dickinson, um, LSG. Some some decent names on that show, but uh, I, I missed most of the I missed most of the boner jam. <laughs> AIW Slumber Party Massacre. Now, man, I encourage you guys go listen to my interview with John Thorne. I know there are a lot of you guys who just know about WWE and probably don't know a lot about AIW. That's where EC3 came from. It's where uh, Kevin Kevin Owens puts them over a lot. Shayna Baszler was there. Uh, Matt Riddle. Matt, you may know of them because Matt Riddle trashed them on air. They are very professional. They are very good. Um, quite frankly, that situation was on Matt. <laughs> it was. But they had Slumber Party Massacre. And I got uh, I got all the time in the world for John Thorne and AIW. And I respect them for the way that they do things. And they do things different but traditional and is an approach that I, I really adore in pro wrestling. For example, they broke the news on, on our interview. They're bringing in Savio Vega for their JT Lightning Memorial Tournament. I like that. But then they're doing a tag team tournament the next day in June. It's going to be primarily their tag teams. Uh, I like that. I think, it's, I think it's awesome. And on this show, they had Scott Steiner just destroy Hornswoggle. And if you want to know how it came about... The full interview is um, up on Fightful.com and our YouTube. But he said that Hornswoggle has become one of his good friends, John Thorne. And he was like, I want to do something different. He was bummed about not being on a lot of stuff last year. And they brought up Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, however, went radio silent for about five or six weeks after he found out he was booked against Hornswoggle. And then contacted John at like four in the morning on Wednesday saying, you know, I had a really poor experience in this WCW midget tossing competition. Exactly what you would expect. Scott Steiner won that match. Nick Gage defeated Mance Warner. Mance Warner is gaining a really high profile uh, around the the country as well. Uh, They had Joshua Bishop defeated Dominic Guarini in a submit or surrender match. Colt Cabana and Space Monkey defeated Ethan Page and MJF. MJF and Ethan Page, I heard, had a fun one today, too. Uh, I'm going to try to take all that in as well. But you also had Shinjiro Otani, who uh, John Thorne told me that he jumped at the chance to book. I mean, this is a guy who outside of a, a weekend, I think in like 0203, hasn't been in the States, I don't believe, since roughly... Since he lost the title to Malenko in WCW, maybe, right? Whew. If you're in the live chat, let me know what you're looking forward to this weekend. Babaruski says Swaggle versus Gage is still coming up, too. You know what's funny? This show... <laughs> this show had the first WCW Cruiserweight Champion in Shinjiro Otani... And the last WWE Cruiserweight Champion in Hornswoggle. Amazing. Amazing. Tonight is... I, I just watched the, the Shimmer Show. 
some good talent on there. I watched, um, gosh, I can't remember what I watched ahead of that, but I'm watching Penis Party at some point, watching Spring Break at some point. NXT is tonight. But, uh, you know, nothing, how do I put this? Every year, I wonder, should I go to WrestleMania? Should I go to WrestleMania? And I'll be quite honest with you guys. No disrespect to anybody that's worked for us in the past. I wondered, would the site run smoothly if I were, if I weren't anchored to my desk right here? Moving forward, it can't. Jeremy Lambert has been amazing. Please go and follow him on Twitter. Uh, show Jeremy Lambert some love at Jeremy Lambert eighty eight. Thanks to him and Andrew and David Tease, it was like. This made me think, okay, I need to go to Tampa. But the first thing that made me want to go to New York was when Wale's people reached out to me. And they're like, hey, we'd like for you to be at this event. We we would love your coverage. And I was like, man, you know what? I would love the, I would love the coverage. Wale is a wrestling fan. The first time I spoke to Wale, he was asking me for a New Japan stream at like 2 or 3 in the morning. And I interviewed uh, Kaz for this show. And... um he takes a lot of pride in what he's helped put together with the Swale Mania show as well. And you see all the people there. And I see a lot of my friends, a lot of you guys that I've met through Fightful, because I consider you guys my friends. And I see so many of my friends at Wale Mania, and I'm like, that's that's what I want to go for. If I go to WrestleMania weekend, I'm probably dipping out before WrestleMania, probably flying home and covering that here. But when I see Wale have that show and all the people that are there and New Day were there, and Charlie Caruso was there. That's pretty awesome. Now, what I heard killed the vibe a little bit. Enzo showed up. Mm. Unadvertised. And I guess some people left. But, uh, hey. I, I hope Enzo can repair himself and make a nice career. I like to shoot interview. It was very interesting. It was it was very very interesting, but uh, Wally Mania is is something that I would enjoy going to and and hope to next year. Somebody says, "Did Wally have issues with WWE?" I don't believe so. WWE talent is there often. Joseph Boza says, "Black Craft is tonight at midnight." John Morrison defends against David Starr. Yeah. Next year, it's in Tampa. Uh, if, if there's anything that I missed, too bad. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there was some real good stuff yesterday. Penis party. <laughs> so that was some insane competition. Joey Ryan told me that they didn't expect to go up against NXT, and he was a little bummed they had to go up against Joey or Joey Janela, but was uh, it still ended up being an interesting show. Tracy Smothers wrestled on the show. Against Sue Young, man, Tracy Smothers looks old as hell. Uh, I was happy to see Thunder Rosa on the show. I think the world of Thunder Rosa. Uh, they they ran that match where it's like, okay, her and Holiday against Rosemary and Allie. And, you know, I don't maybe get the hype behind Rosemary and Allie as much, but Thunder Rosa, I really enjoy. Uh, she is wonderful. Ultimo Dragon on that show. That was uh, a nice one. DJ Z on Penis Party, but you also had Taya Valkyrie and Johnny Penis defeating Pentagon and Phoenix. Oh, boy. Uh, Jerry Lynn as a special guest referee. Uh, a blow-up doll won the heavy metal weight. Yeah, the Iron Man heavy metal weight championship, the DDT title. Uh, one of the coolest spots, I thought, the funniest spots with this was uh, Session Moth Martina. Boy, she... She's seeing her profile increase and increase and increase, and I like that. But it was her, Priscilla Kelly, and Scarlett Bordeaux. They defeated Joey Ryan, Val Venus, and Sexy Eddie. Session Moth Martina grabbed Val Venus's junk and then was like, whoa. Looked in there, saw what he had, and then dragged him to the backstage area. That was fun. Uh, the penis party show, I mean, my God. This WrestleMania weekend is... The big shows headlining. I think Thursday's biggest show is Bloodsport. Friday's is NXT. Saturday's is ROH G1 Supercard. And then Sunday, WrestleMania. But if you're into comedy wrestling, no shortage. Almost too much in my estimation. Uh, the thing that ended up 
getting out there the most from Penis Party was the ass smashing into each other. And, you know, I'm not sure the context. I didn't see the match, but I thought that the video was hilarious. <laughs> like, I don't care what context that was. That was funny. <laughs> Just the fact that a situation like that could exist in wrestling. Oh, man. I thought that was very funny. MLW Battle Riot 2. You have the Lucha Brothers winning a match against Airwolf and, and Ray Horace. Airwolf is a name that I expect to see blow up soon. Uh, the National Championship semifinals. Pillman defeated Rich Swan. Hammerstone defeated Gringo Loco. And then the middleweight title match. Teddy Hart defeated Ace Austin. Ace Austin getting some love this weekend as well. The heavyweight title match. Uh, the street fight. Uh, Tom Lawler defeated Jimmy Havoc. Uh, L.A. Park won Battle Riot 2. He eliminated Sammy Callahan to emerge victorious in that one. Stardom had some issues, man. Started um, really late, from what I understand. The the like a lot of the the branding didn't get switched over and all that. But um, you had Hazuki beating Dust. Dust get had quite a few matches this weekend as well. Uh, Watanabe. Uh, retain the world of one or the wonder of uh, stardom championship and not, not as many matches as a lot of people expected to see here. I mean, with session moth Martina in action again, that's cool. Uh, I, I like seeing Britt Baker on this show, be a priestly who we interviewed Jamie Hader, who we interviewed. We have the uh, full results up there, but Oedo tie didn't pick up the win. And I mean, I get it. It probably want to, end happy on on your first show in nyc and all that but uh, from uh, all th- everything that i saw a pretty good five match show for stardom i hope they they're able to come over to the states a little more often and um I, I would imagine next year it being in tampa so close to orlando where so many independent wrestlers live i think they they i don't see why they wouldn't be able to <clears throat> Black Label Pro. I heard Jonathan Gresham, as I posted on Select, just barely made it there in time for the show. Orange Cassidy defeated Brian Alvarez. <laughs> I haven't been able to see that match yet, but I, I want to see it. Nick Gage against Hornswoggle. It's good to see Hornswoggle, man. He did not th- like the number of bookings that he got last year, and he wanted to change that, and he went with the attraction route. He knew what he had to do to get those. There was the WWN Super Show, Mercury Rising results. Again, all these are over at FightfulWrestling.com under our uh, results tab. J.D. Drake beat Higuchi to retain the WWN title. The Shine title was on the line as well. Uh, Allison K came up short, lost her Shine title to Yamashita. Um, yeah, there, there wasn't a lot that stood out to me on that. I didn't get to take in all of that show. Shimmer. Boy, I, I liked a lot on that show. The there, Chris Wolf, man, a ball of energy. Um, that is, it was good to see her. You can, she's living a really good life in New York right now. Uh, got a great reaction, just really, really good. There were some aspects of this. There was one person in particular in the match who wrestled like Orange Cassidy and not intentionally. But then on the other side of things, like I, I, so many people in that eight woman tag were good. I thought Solo Darling had a great showing this weekend. Uh, between this and I think it was today's Orange Cassidy show, man, she's a fun one to watch. Uh, more fun ones to watch. <clears throat> Tessa Blanchard beating Britt Baker. I appreciate Tessa Blanchard. What I appreciate about Tessa Blanchard is that every single time she's in the ring, she looks like she cares and she looks like she wants to win. No matter what, whether it's Joey Ryan or Britt Baker, she's in the ring with. Tessa Blanchard, the character, wants to beat you up and wants to win. More importantly, what she doesn't want to do is lose. That That's, that's the vibe that I get, is that Tessa Blanchard at all costs, just will not lose if she can help it. I appreciate that. That is damn good pro wrestling. She is among the best women's performers, period, right now. 
period. I would love to see her mixing it up with a lot of WWE women, but Impact has a hell of a women's division as well. <clears throat> High End won the uh, Shimmer Scramble. Nicole Savoy uh, retained the Shimmer Championship. Uh, Heart of Shimmer Championship. Samantha Heights defeated Dust to win the title. Uh, Dust got some bookings, but uh, didn't didn't win many of them. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rev Pro, Tomohiro Ishii defeated David Starr. David Starr getting his name out there, man. Uh, Suzuki Goon, Suzuki, and Zack Sabre defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi and Will Ospreay. I mean, this was special for them. You you go to a lot of these WWN shows and a lot of the WrestleCon shows, and you're going to see a lot of the same people. You're not going to see a lot of these New Japan guys anywhere but Rev Pro. So uh, that that can be appreciated. Rapongi 3K was there. Again, like I said, Ishii, Rocky Romero, and Taguchi. Jonathan Gresham in action. action. Big weekend for Jonathan Gresham. <clears throat> really good stuff. Uh, had a lot of reports from WrestleCon. I heard Enzo Amore had a really long line. Now, I know I poked fun at him about the, the Wale Mania thing and how many people left. I heard he had a really, really long line at WrestleCon. I heard Rob Van Dam did too. And I heard a lot of positive interactions with Enzo Amore. And hey, good for him. If he can go out there and make money and, and have positive interactions with people who like him, good, man. Good for him. Make that money. <clears throat> WrestleCon US versus the world. The Hart Foundation defeated LAX. That is such a cool match. MLW versus Impact Wrestling. David Starr defeated Daga. Puma King defeated Sammy Guevara. MJF defeated Ethan Page. This was a fun, quick match. Really, really good. Um, MJF, another one having a weekend, man. Brian Cage defeated Masato Tanaka. Glad to see Masato Tanaka in New York and working. And apparently he vanity searches himself because <laughs> he thanks me for complimenting him. Brian Pillman Jr. picks up a win. Uh, Black Taurus defeated the new free agent Darby Allen. Eichmann over Rich Swan. You had the Rascals defeating Adam Brooks, Australian Suicide, and Robbie Eagles. WrestleCon did some really good stuff. I thought that they had uh, a couple of awesome shows, but guys, it ain't always good. Who boy. I don't know what Black Craft Cult did this week. Holy crap, man. That show was miserable. So I heard there were issues with hot mics and all that. I tuned out early on when I'm seeing chair shots of the head. I love the chains as ropes. That was neat. This show was a mess. As Sean Waltman would say, this show was an abortion. It was it was miserable. It was really, really bad. I feel bad for anybody who sat through this whole thing. My condolences to my good friend Trina, who I saw was there. I'm sorry, Trina. I'm sorry you had to experience that. I'm sorry you had to live that. You deserve better than that. Whew. I imagine, uh, this is my speculation. 
that they, these types of shows are a loss leader for their t-shirt company. Woof, man. I feel bad that David T's had to cover this horse shit. Not good. Not good. And they had great names on this show. David Starr on this show. Uh, Soraya Knight was on this show. Gangrel. Pepper Parks. Uh, OVE. Luchasaurus. Teddy Hart. Matt Cross. Mecha Wolf. Ray Phoenix. But yeah, Simon Grimm beating Pentagon in under five minutes. Huh? What? They got Masato Tanaka and Chris Dickinson on this show. Mm. Not good. Not good. And commentary sucked. Sucked. Uh, I'll tell you whose commentary did not suck. Sarah Shockey. Uh, so I, I didn't know a lot about Sarah. I know that she does the uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling podcast. But I heard her voice. And originally I thought it was Veda Scott. Because it, very similar voices. That woman is a fantastic color commentator. Unbelievable color commentator. And I wasn't as hard on uh, some of her her partners as as other people were. But man, Sarah's real damn good. I just heard her and she was entertaining and informative and funny and good. And I was just like, man, I, I like listening to this woman talk pro wrestling. I, l- I like listening to her call wrestling and, and just really, really good. I can't understate how important that is. And, and there are a few good voices. Tyler Valls is, is a guy who I think should be calling more wrestling. I don't know why the hell he wasn't brought to New York. But um, I heard that and I was blown away by her by her commentary. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, and when you've got things like are on some of these shows, like the Orange Cassidy show, and I'll rave about her some more tomorrow, but you've got a mix of really, really serious wrestling and quite frankly, stuff that has not a lot to do with pro wrestling as many know it. And to be able to have that range, not just as a promoter, not just as a performer, not just as a wrestler, but to be able to do all of those things uh, from, from a commentary aspect, that is not always easy to do. And she made it seem really easy. So when I talk about big weekends and people who made a big impression, it's not just limited to the ring. It's not just limited to uh, those type of those type of uh, athletic performances. I think that that her stock just increased a ton. It was my first exposure to really get to hear some of her commentary, and boy, that was a joy. That was really really good. Chikara show. It was a Chikara show. That's what I'll say. If if you like Chikara, this is a show for you. If if you're not a big Chikara guy, and I'm, I'm not a big Chikara guy, A Kid and Air Wolf, those are two names to, to look out for. I thought it was hilarious that Chuck Taylor performed as Stokely Hathaway after Stokely Hathaway had performed as Chuck Taylor in the past. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. Let's talk about Joey Janela's spring break. Nick Gage defeated Otani to retain the title. Otani, man. It feels like I've said this six, seven times, having a weekend, having a weekend. Now, NXT had an incredible amount of buzz last night. We did a full podcast on that. Check it out. Joey Ryan's show did what it was supposed to do. It got a few clips out there and got some attention and... It was grabbing dicks and smashing asses and all that stuff. But I mean, between all this stuff, between Orange Cassidy having a show and Joey Ryan having a show and there's Kaiju Big Battle and there's uh, Chikara even. It's like, what can what can Joey Janela do that's different? Well, him and Marco Stunt, thank God Marco Stunt's back. Glad to see it. They go out and they have an awesome match. They just have an incredible match. And uh, Joey Janela is just really good at all this stuff, man. At promoting, at wrestling, at playing a character that is not really that different. It is truly the extension of himself based on what I've experienced. I mean, my God, I called the man up for an interview a few weeks ago. And he's like, hey, can can you wait until 1245 a.m. Eastern? I'm cooking pasta right now. I'm like, all right. And I call him up. I'm like, you good to go? Hell yeah. 
like, all right, man. He's a great interview. He's a hell of a promoter. He is fantastic at social media, and he is a goddamn good wrestler. And what he's able to do for the careers of people like Marco Stunt is outstanding. That happened again. It's a guy, apparently, we're going to call him no legs based on our results. Tony Deppin's out there and brings a guy out that doesn't have legs out from the crowd. Oh, no legs whips ass, man. Guy without legs. A guy with no legs had a breakout performance on this show and is going to get a lot of bookings. Now, I don't know if this is the person that Joey Janela was referring to when I talked to him when he said, yeah, I think we're going to have another person that's like PCO, that's like Marco Stunt. Because a lot of you all might forget, man, PCO really got his profile increased last year, WrestleMania weekend at spring break against Walter, of all people. Look at where they are a year later. Look at where they are a year later. Now, I'm not crediting Joey Janela with the, the ascent of Walter. He was getting there anyway. But he had a hell of a lot to do with PCO. How about Marco Stunt, lost in New York? Now, I, I know he did the SCI stuff and really uh, turned a lot of heads there. But from a national exposure standpoint, those Joey Janela shows is, are very important. And this fella that Joey Janela, quite frankly, took a chance on. Although it's very clear that he is qualified as a performer and an in-ring guy. Joey Janela did take a... Not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody feels the same way as Joey Janela about taking this kind of gamble. This was awesome. This was so cool. Jungle Boy got a great ovation. That was good to see after what has happened to his father. Taka Michinoku defeated Orange Cassidy. Of course, that's fun. Come on. Come on. Takata defeated Jimmy Lloyd. You have Ethan Page's soul on the line against Starman. If you don't know who Starman is, Starman is a character from an old pro wrestling game called Pro Wrestling. Pink, The pink jumpsuit with the star face. Well, immediately, Ethan Page gets rolled up and pinned. Ethan Page loses his soul. Starman unmasked. Now, by the way, if I said Joey Ryan a bunch during this Joey Janela show, I meant Joey Janela. Sorry, both of them took chances, though. Starman unmasks. And who is it? Virgil. Fantastic. What a turn. Last but not least, the Invisible Man versus the Invisible Stan. I assume his evil twin brother. This was awesome. This was, <laughs> and, I, and I'll go into more detail about it tomorrow, but this was just about what pro wrestling is, and I love the speech that Teddy Hart gave about that. This was a referee job, and the, re- the name of the referee escapes me, but it's the GCW ref, and he had to put on bad boy vision goggles to see these guys. And they... <laughs> They, it was a ref job, basically. The ref counting the the falls and all that. And they had people look up at the rafters and take a spill when the Invisible Man jumped off. Come on, man. And the crowd was there for it all the way. How can you not have fun doing stuff like this? How can you go to a show like this and not just have the time of your life? There were three fun-ass shows going on at the same time. And all did great attendance. And I used to be the type of person who didn't really care that much about the WrestleMania weekend stuff. Like last year, I was like, yeah, all right, I'll tune into, or a couple years ago, it's like, I'll tune into the Janela stuff, sure. Every year, I'm going to look forward to Bloodsport. Every year, I'm going to look forward to the WrestleCon Super Show now. Every year, I'm looking forward to Spring Break. Assuming Penis Party goes on, I'll look forward to that. I got to give Game Changer Wrestling a ton of credit. Their presentation, phenomenal this weekend. Blue Impact Wrestling, out of the water. Out of the water. There is so much fun wrestling. Now, I'm not going to say there's so much like unbelievable, top-of-the-line, in-ring wrestling. You're, you're primarily getting that out of, the, out of the NXT, out of the Ring of Honor, New Japan, and out of WWE this weekend, but 
there's some entertaining stuff out there. And that's what I love about pro wrestling, man. Let it be a little bit of everything. Thank you, guys. Uh, Bryce Rimsberg is the ref, says Vape Ross Brave. Thank you. Talented man. Very talented man. Uh, that unsung hero of, of this weekend. He's a guy that might not get the, the type of attention that he deserves, and he deserves it after, after that match. Outstanding. By the way, day three coverage, Hall of Fame was last night. It was good. It was much shorter. The setup was different. I enjoyed that. I like it. It needed to be that way. Uh, Honky Tonk Man was tamed, <laughs> to say the least. Stacy Keebler being back, that was a nice touch, I thought. Tori Wilson, after all she's overcome, especially this week, uh, that was good. Her speech was really good. Now, you know, there, there's debate about whether or not she belongs in the Hall of Fame, and you know, there's a lot of talk of her paving the way. And The way that I, I look at it when people say stuff like that, I'm like, would wrestling be around as we know it, or at least a style, if not for that person? I don't think Tori Wilson changed that much. However, what Tori Wilson changed was what a lot of people could do after wrestling. And uh, she's very inspiring in that regard. I mean, my God. She's in she's in better shape than most of the people you're going to see at WrestleMania. She uh, made headlines uh, for some some of her stuff outside of WWE and has made a great career as uh, for herself. Uh, I mean, a lot of people came to know her because of Alex Rodriguez, but um, I mean, she was a fitness instructor uh, and had a really successful blog for a while. But is it a name that I would have picked? I don't know, but uh, that's not for me to decide. It's for WWE to decide, and I thought her speech was outstanding. It was really, really good, uh, as you would expect. I mean, she's always been good in that regard and very personable and likable. Harlem Heat, you, you know, I'm going to accept any opportunity to listen to Stevie Ray talk. The man is great. Booker T, also great. Uh, a deserved two-time Hall of Famer in Booker T and a deserved Hall of Famer in Stevie Ray, one of the great tag teams of that era. Produced the Barber Beefcake, and he's a really good storyteller. Like His book, I, I've heard nothing but great things about, and Hulk Hogan, all right. I'm glad not everybody had inductors. I think it worked. Although I, I wouldn't have minded seeing somebody induct Harlem Heat I don't I don't think that everybody needed them. And that was a, a nice approach to take. Legacy Wing, Bruiser Brody, Wahoo McDaniel, S.D. Jones was a surprising one. Professor Toru Tanaka, Primo Carnera, Joseph Cohen, Hisashi Shimma, Buddy Rose, and Jim Barnett. All those uh, interesting names. A lot of people were surprised that S.D. Jones was, was put in. But, I mean, if you're talking about nostalgia, he's got an action figure. He was on WrestleMania. Okay. Neat. Sure. Uh, Luna Vachon, very glad to see her in. Uh, I and many others thought that she probably deserved a an individual induction, but if they're going to take this that route and try to not have that, I don't know, that cloud of, of sadness over it. All right. Joseph Bosa says, Tori left her mark in wrestling. She had a 10-year run, which is rare for women. But she showed women and men you can take your brand and be, still be relevant 10 years after you stepped away. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if she left her mark in wrestling, per se, but uh, she definitely left her mark after wrestling. The DX induction... It was good. It was long. It was mainly about uh, Billy Gunn and X-Pac, and you had Triple H <laughs> throw a little, a few little shots at uh, <laughs> at the the rest of AEW about the executive vice president line and the Vince will buy that pissant company thing, which he can't do. I mean, the cons have more money than him. This was a fun speech. China given a lot of respect, which which I appreciate, and uh, she should have because 
she was a big part of that act, man. I, I the act was good, but man, she was that glue. She was really important. She was she was good to have. And uh, I'm I'm glad that she was honored. Sue Aitchison, man, I I just hear Sugar talked about that woman nonstop. Uh, a wonderful woman who has done all kinds of great things. John Cena inducting her. New York crowd always has trouble showing respect to people. See Maria Menounos inducting uh, Bob Backlund. It ain't about you. Chill out with the the chanting for people who aren't on that man. I mean, uh, far be it for me for tell to tell somebody who paid to to how to act. But hey, maybe don't run in and attack people and don't chant shit at people when they're trying to induct somebody. Speaking of, we got a bunch of information on the Bret Hart attacker that is all over the website. Make sure you guys check it out. Let's hope that guy gets the help that he needs because he definitely got the punishment he needed last night. Joey Janela's Spring Break 3. The greatest clusterfuck ended in a no contest. Uh, I was glad to see that Crime Time was in there, but there were a lot of people I had no clue who they were. It started out with Necro Butcher, who looks old, and Nick Gage. Um, no Legs was in this one as well. Brian Pillman Jr. was in it. I like that. MJF showed up. Uh, Joey Ryan. There were a, a lot of uh, pretty good names in there. JTG was in there. Crime Time being in, in the clusterfuck was good. They are underrated. And a lot of people poke fun at JTG because he held on to his job for so long and yada, yada, yada. But, man, they they have good in-ring charisma. And I would like to see Crime Time get a run, to be honest with you. On, on the independent circuit, there are not a lot of tag teams out there. And I don't know how dedicated they are. But I would like to see it. Rich Swan in there. Um, Marco Stunt, which we'll talk more about. Tony Deppen, who had the match with no legs, <laughs> by the way. <clears throat> Crowbar. He, Crowbar got eliminated real quick, which surprised me. Grizzly Redwood, a name that I hadn't heard in a while. He's in there. NWO Sting, <laughs> Tracy Smothers, Mantar, uh, Takata, Chris Dickinson, Ethan Page. Now, this ended in a no contest because a bunch of women run out and attack, like women from several shows, and bring a bunch of light tubes and they all attack Jimmy Lloyd. Chris Dickinson gets in the ring and he starts attacking them, but they overpower him. Work him over. The women start taking apart the ring and attack referees, grab Joey Janela from backstage, beat him up in the ring, and then a, like a lost signal pops up. I don't know how I feel about it, man. I I would have liked to have seen a finish, but if maybe it's setting up for something else. You can't you can't always judge a Janela show show to show. He's got plans. He does creative stuff. Glad to see several of those names in there. LAX defeated Rock and Roll Express. I'm glad LAX won. They are a premier tag team. Ricky Morton did a goddamn Canadian Destroyer, guys. What? Wow. Jungle Boy defeated Joey Janela. So Janela went 0 2 this weekend. 0 3, if you can. I'm getting beat up at the clusterfuck in uh, his his own show jungle boy getting a, a night. This is an AEW match is what it was. It was an AEW match. So uh, glad to see jungle boy get a win. He's been through a lot lately. LA park and Masato Tanaka. Now here's a fun fact. It was pitched, but didn't end up happening for this. And I think it should have that as LA Park came out to the ring, Disco Inferno would run up behind him and hit him with a chair, <laughs> playing off of that gif. I think that is hilarious. I wish that would have happened. Uh, he defeated Masato Tanaka. Cool, cool. IWS, unstoppable. Not a lot you have to see there. You got Eric Cannon, Matt Tremont, Nick Gage, Rory Gulak, uh, all in, in lo- losing efforts. Uh, Solo Darling was in action. I thought she had an amazing weekend. She really got herself out there to a lot of people who might not have known who she was. 
Uh, again, I got to put over Sarah Shockey's commentary, uh, not not for this show, but throughout the weekend. It was also very, very good. WrestlePro versus CZW went down. By the way, if y'all are asking me about Eli Drake and all that stuff, I'm doing a Q&A podcast this week on Fightful Select. Subscribe, ask unlimited questions. The uh, CZW versus WrestlePro show now, I think that hurt a lot of the other hardcore shows. I mean, you got Matt Tremont there, and uh, WrestlePro won the majority of these matches, at least on the surface, it seems. Uh, Anthony Bowens was there. He got beat by DJ Hyde. That's a, that's a pretty high-profile match for him. Follow Ba defeated Anthony Green. Uh, Chris Stratlander defeated Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch is one to look out for, by the way. Mance Warner defeated Dan Moff to retain the CZW Heavyweight Championship. We had full coverage of that one as well. But the show I want to talk about is Orange Cassidy's show. Holy crap. This show was so good. This show was just a blast. Nick Gage beat Ultramantis Black in a Yuletide death match. It was a Christmas death match. <laughs> that was funny. Session Moth Martina and Nate Webb. The two, the two party characters, they went to a double drunken pass out. Session Moth Martina, great weekend for her. Uh, that was exactly what it needed to be. Now, Orange Cassidy, for you all who don't know, he's the, the world's laziest wrestler. And his, no, his match or show, rather, was called Orange Cassidy is doing something or whatever. Who knows? And this was a bunch of matches that you didn't know how this was going to end up. Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor had a one-minute time limit match. It was phenomenal. They waited until the very, very end and uh, locked up, and then the time was up, and the crowd chanted five more seconds. It was perfect. There was a best seven out of 13 falls match, which went all of eight minutes, (laughs) and it worked. The Swamp Monster Lumberjack match, that had Alley Cat and Shotzi Blackheart, Chris Stratlander, and uh, Soraya Knight, and it was there were swap monsters that and that were that were <laughs> um, surrounding the ring. By the way, people coming in here trolling about uh, WrestleMania tonight. We're not talking about WrestleMania right now. We'll talk about WrestleMania later. Hit the bricks. But um, the five o'clock somewhere d- drunken match between Seth and Mo- Session Moth Martina. And um, and Nate Webb was so much fun. And then you had an actual honest-to-God match in the middle of all this with, or or not the middle, but Shinjiro Otani and Jonathan Gresham. Just two really good wrestlers, and Otani won. Uh, This show was so much fun. Uh, Also, there was (laughs) Orange Cassidy, who, who, like, hosted the event and was just like, okay. But... One of my favorite things about this show was, uh, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted here, was Teddy Hart coming out and talking about what wrestling is and reading a book. And he had his cats with him. And I thought Teddy Teddy Hart's approach was, was great. He was like, man, this is wrestling. Everything is wrestling. The dodgeball match was wrestling. The 7 out of 13 falls is wrestling. Otani and Gresham is wrestling. It isn't wrestling, or otherwise, you're watching UFC or you're watching amateur wrestling. As they say, it is a show about wrestling. Let yourself be entertained. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, <laughs> just really good stuff. And there was a, a dodgeball match that was supposed to happen, and it didn't, and the crowd was not happy. It was Faye Jackson and Veda Scott as captains picking all these people. And basically, MJF didn't get picked. And he got mad. He took his ball and went home, and they had to have an actual wrestling match. It got wrestling sucks chance. (laughs) And we went dodgeball. That was great. That was great. Team Faye Jackson won. Uh, Faye Jackson said, fuck Stokely Hathaway and fuck you too, bitch. (laughs) That was really good. Uh, MJF would make an appearance later and get sent in the thumbtacks after the Gage Ultramantis Black match. 
And then they had the third annual Jansport Backpack Orange Cassidy Invitational Scramble. Jigsaw won that. This show was a lot of fun. There were a lot of great shows this weekend. Bloodsport was amazing. The WrestleCon Super Show was amazing. Janela's Spring Break, amazing. Uh, NXT, great. The Ring of Honor G- New Japan Show, pretty damn good. Uh, the Orange Cassidy Show, unbelievably fun. Janela Spring Break, really fun too. There were seven shows I would recommend that you guys watch this weekend. And uh, hopefully over the last three days, we've done a, a good job covering it for you guys. Uh, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe. We're here for WrestleMania. I'm going to be on SB Nation Radio tonight, ESPN Radio. Check us out. Subscribe.